Welcome, everyone, to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with three different flavors coming from three different gamers. I am your host, Patrick Smith, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Shane Eisterhold and Nick Irwin. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram uh, at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. What's on the menu for today? We break out the toaster and scrape off the burn ends with Wasteland 3. Wasteland 3 is a role-playing game uh, developed by Exile Entertainment and published by Deep Silver. Uh, it's a sequel to Wasteland 2. came out in like 2014. Uh, it, was released by Micros- it was released on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Uh, it was released on August 28th. Also, Wasteland 3 is a squad-based role-playing game. It's got turn-based combat with isometric perspective. Pretty good game. You know, I'm a fan of these type of games, but uh, I kind of want to turn it over to Nick to kind of start this one off for us. Nick, kind of tell us your uh, uh, impressions of the game. Uh, so far, I really like it. Uh, it's a really good game. You know, I, I'm a fan of the Wasteland series as well. I like the older Wasteland games. Uh, Wasteland 2 and 1 are a little on the older side. I like this one because it's got newer mechanics that are, we're kind of used to in these types of games. But I really like it. The One of the things that's great about this game is the dialogue between the different characters and stuff. They're hilarious. So if you love good dialogue and you like a real a well written well written dialogue, regardless of which NPC you talk to, this is a perfect game. There's just so many funny characters, even from the people that sell you goods and stuff. Uh, in the first city that you come to, which is downtown Colorado, it, it's hilarious. But it all works really well. The combat's great. The skill points and and perks that you get and attribute points and kind of designing your own character works really well and and is you know there's a lot of information that tells you exactly what that particular perk or that particular skill point is going to do i found that for me personally when i first started out i created custom characters because that's what i kind of wanted to make myself you know and you get to create two custom characters and those are the two starting characters that you start with. But, you know, unless you're really into the Wasteland series and kind of know what different perks and stats and various things of that nature go into your character, your best bet is to pick one of the predetermined characters. Because I found that creating a custom character, you know, you don't know really what skills and perks and things like that you should choose for your character. Uh, when I started out, I created a custom character and I created the perks and skills and attributes that I gave them. And I did OK, but I felt like I was having a harder time making it through combat interactions. And when I, I reached because I first started on the Xbox and then I switched over to the PC because it is a part of Game Pass. And uh, on the PC, I found it, one, much easier to control, but also, two, that on the PC, I picked one of the pre-built characters, and I found myself having an easier time with combat encounters. But I know Russ had played the game as well on PC. Russ, what did you think of this game so far? I'm a huge fan of these kind of games. Uh, as I as I get better at them, I, I probably was introduced a few years uh, a few years ago to these kind of games. 
Uh, this game here, uh, kind of like uh, following up with a few things that you were saying, uh, I started first with uh, uh, the characters that were already built. Uh, I played for about 30 minutes and didn't even really pay attention to what I was doing. I ended up in one of the first quests to go kill one of the leaders and just had a miserable time trying to figure all that out. And then I was like, ah, I, I stepped away for a minute. I came back and uh, grabbed another two characters and went out and realized, oh, wait a second, I have a whole world here in Colorado Springs to to check out first. And so I did that and, and, and started to really get into it. Uh, and then me being the the research guy that I am, I, I got online, I, I looked at some guides, I, I looked at some things, and I and kind of talked to Patrick a little bit and was like, hmm. So I went back and actually used a guide to kind of help me create a couple of characters. And with those created characters, uh, I found my style getting so much easier, walking in, sniping somebody first, uh, getting my characters set up before the action started, uh, really made it a lot easier. A lot of my favorite things, I love progression. So watching or at least participating in the fact that I get to progress these characters into stronger, more versatile uh, NPR or, or player characters, uh, that's a lot of fun to me. Uh, and, and just as a warning for some out there that may be playing games, you know, uh, the dialect is very great. It, it's awesome, but it's also very uh, much a mature game. Uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, liberal use of words, so be prepared for that if you if you haven't been um, if you have never played the Wasteland series or if you've never played games of this nature, uh, they definitely don't hold back on the mature level of it. But uh, that set aside, building, creating uh, these characters to kind of do specific things that's that's some of my that's, that's what I enjoy the most out of all that, and so uh, I definitely am excited to play even more of this game uh, as we go through. Uh, Shane, uh, I understand you probably had a little bit different uh, experience in the fact that you did yours on the Xbox versus the PC, so uh, I'd like to send it to you and, and, and hear your thoughts. Well, I did play on the Xbox, and uh, I have to say it plays well. Um, this type of game really is made for PC uh, you don't have as much uh, management uh, to deal with because it's all just straight up on your keys. The uh, the controls took a little get used to. They weren't terrible by any means. They just they're just not as smooth as you could get on a on a mouse and keyboard. But far as uh, the actual gameplay though, it worked it worked fine enough on the Xbox. I uh, wish I would have just switched over to the PC, but I wanted to have a different perspective on it. Uh, the new guys, uh, but far as the game itself, it is a blast, especially the humor part of it. I'm not, I'm not super, super far in, but everything I've encountered so far has been a hoot. The strategies you can implement in it uh, seem nice and varied. The characters are nice and varied. Um, if you have Game Pass, uh, definitely check it out. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, definitely check it out on PC if you're a PC player. But definitely one not to skip out on trying, uh, especially if you like just a, a good a good game. It's just fun to play, just funny to listen to, actually. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I wished uh, I wished I would have started with the, the uh, PC, but 
you know, I'm going to stick with it. Unfortunately, um, it is not, you can't carry over your save to PC, but you can do co-op on PC, PC, Xbox, Xbox. So I'd like to give that a try as well at some point. But other than that, I definitely recommend it. What about you, Pat? Oh, yeah. The Wasteland series goes hand-in-hand with, like, Fallout. And, and as most people know that listen, Fallout's in my top five games of all time. So this game fits right in. It's still turn-based combat. Uh, you know, it, it's basically party building to your play style. You know, you get you get your party of six different party members, and you can spec them out however you want to play. Uh, you know, there's basically brawlers and melee. There's range fighters. There's big guns, heavy guns. Uh, you know, you name it, they got it. Rockets, all of it. The game is definitely mature. You know, it's it's the Wasteland series and Fallout series. Those guys are are known for their crude humor and and you know, it's post apocalyptic world. A post apocalyptic world. People aren't going to care what's what's PC or not. You know, so that's kind of how the game takes it. You know, you go into. I played a pretty good amount of ways into the game, uh, just because, like I said, it's kind of it's kind of in my wheelhouse. I played it and just kept running with it after it released. I am a completionist, so it does take me a little longer, but I made it past taking out the first guy and, and the first uh, the first person that you're supposed to take out. You know, it, like I said, it's very much mature theme. I mean, you run into robots that will have sex with you, that will give you diseases. Uh, you run into a group of people who will basically make uh, skin fl- uh, skin kites out of your skin. You know, there's just it's just that type of game. You know, you're gonna run into all kinds of weird stuff like that in the game. So it's definitely a, a a funny game and a fun game. It's also hard. I mean, it, it's tactical based. So if you don't think of a situation tactically and you just run in there, you are probably going to die more often than not. I mean, you could build a whole team of melee runners or brawlers and run in there and try to take it out, but you're just going to get murdered and massacred. Uh, the game wants you to think strategically, and it gives you 16 members to build your team, you know, however your play style is. You know, I have a play style where I don't play with any melee people usually. All my people are ranged. I don't have any melee people. I usually deck out, like, my heavy gunner or my explosive guy in all the heavy armor so he has a little strength. So he could stand out and be like a bullet shield or a meat shield for my team while he can take all the damage and everybody stands and hits him from afar. But he still, you know, wields like a flamethrower and stuff like that. So, you know, it it you build the party the way that you want to play which is really fun and the story is great you know post-apocalyptic colorado it's uh it's a direct continuation with not much mention of what happened in wasteland 2 you know in wasteland 2 the rangers basically destroyed their base to get rid of the ai uh so kind of left them in a precarious situation now they're in colorado trying to set up a new base uh you know with the help of the patriarch so good good story Uh, i have not beat the game yet i one of the things i'm looking forward to trying Pretty, pretty soon is the uh, co-op. I really want to try the co-op because I don't know how it can work yet. It says the campaign's fully playable in co-op, uh, so kind of interested to see how that is going to play out. Uh, I tried a couple times to get. We tried a couple times to get in a co-op game, but just never had the time to get it to get it going. So if you like those gritty, grungy games, you know, like Fallout and Wasteland, this game will be right in your wheelhouse. They really don't seem to have done anything different uh, with this series than they have done in the previous ones. Uh, I do know, you know, this game was supposed to come out last year, and the studio ended up getting bought out uh, by one of the Microsoft subsidiaries, I do believe, and they end up dumping a bunch of money in them so they can polish and refine the game a little better. I know that it allowed them to do full voiceover in the game because of that acquisition. So, you know, uh, they fall under the Microsoft Studios umbrella now, which is good for us 
Game Pass people because we get the game when it came out day one. It's also good for them because of the articles that I read that Microsoft basically dumps some money into them, dumps some people into them, and let them let them be to create the game they've created. And so far, I have to say, it reminds me of Wasteland, and it's a good time. Yeah, I like that uh, they let them do what they wanted to do, what they needed to do with that game. You know, they gave them the resources, and they did something really, really nice, something something that uh, I think everybody's going to be pleasantly happy with. Right, yeah. It's, these games are all about choices. Your choices affecting the outcome of the game because everything is choices, you know. I mean, from letting someone live to telling someone to go do something, you know, has an outfit has an effect on the game some way or another. It may be minor, uh, it may not be, you know. You'll just you'll you'll make you'll make things that don't see you'll make decisions that don't seem like decisions that play out later in the game uh, that you'll just see like a reminder of something. So, you know. You know, it's just an example would be if you're in a town and you tell a guy to go out and explore the world, you know, one of the guys you'll run into seems like a hopeless, like, kid, but he's an adult looking for his mommy, and you tell him to go out and explore the whole wasteland, and guess what? You run into a smoking pile of ashes later on in the <laughs> game, and you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have told him to leave the leave the town, you know? Stuff like that, so everything well, plays the stuff. It's the hilarity just even of the beginning of, of the game. Like, uh, because I did kind of switch up a few characters there in the, in the beginning, you know, the first couple of guys, I think I had, um, I had one of the, um, the guys, they were a hard ass. So I was able to scare the first guy away. Well, the second set, I didn't have that later on you had, and this is not too spoilerish because it's in the very beginning of the game, but that first person you save actually comes onto your team later as you play. But if you talk smack to that guy, uh, he ends up killing that person right in front of you. And, uh, and then you take out that, uh, person, you get a key, which opens up another chest and so forth, but you don't get that, that key if you save the person. So just those little extras within the game are actually a lot of fun. Uh, sometimes you can make a, a decision that you wouldn't normally make in a game just to see how it plays out in the end. I think that's kind of a, a niche with this kind of game, these kind of games that, that make it that much more fun. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. tons of choices in the game. You know, no matter what you're trying to do, or no matter how your characters are built out, you may not be able to open that, you know, chest because you don't, your lock picking skill is not high enough. And, you know, it, it's not something that you, you could possibly come back to later, or maybe you could talk an NPC to opening that chest. Yeah, everything you all the decisions you make in the game affect what's going on in the game. So that's a really cool aspect. It's kind of a you know, I mean, it's definitely part of Wasteland, and it's definitely part of these types of games. Uh, but you know, you kind of think of it as kind of a Mass Effect, you know, because that's uh, maybe more popular game than Wasteland, uh, and that's that, that kind of effect where the decisions you make affect other things. And that's a really cool aspect of it. And yeah, the dialogue alone is some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard. And it is very mature, that is for sure. But I, I love it. I think it's hilarious. The characters you meet, you know, the NPCs, like I said, even not the non-story uh, related characters that you meet, uh, the merchants and and just people on the side of the street that just maybe you can't interact with them, but they're just talking dialogue is hilarious i mean the stuff they come up with is so funny right yeah <laughs> and the, the the non-player characters that join your party is kind of an interesting thing too like 
there's a certain point in the game where you run into a guy with a foul mouth parrot and you can get the parrot, you know, if you buy it from him and stuff like that, you know, but they're the, you know, the only thing I don't like about that portion of it though, is that like those characters are, are non-controllable combat characters. So they'll actually run in and try to go to fight, you know? So I bought this parrot, you know, one of the things is I bought this parrot in the game, you know, after haggling the guy down and I had a guy with high enough barter that I basically he wanted like a thousand. I can't remember if it was a thousand, a thousand units for the bird or whatever. And I talked him down like 150 or something with my thing. And I'm like, so I bought it, you know, and the bird talks smack the whole time through the game. And the first time I get into a really hairy situation, he runs out to go fight a guy with a flamethrower and gets turned into fried chicken. And I was like, well, I'm not, re- I'm not reloading the game for that. So I lost him pretty early in the game. I'm well, that was $150, $150, not well spent. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, but you got but you got fried chicken, so I got fried chicken, yeah. <laughs> I got the I got the thing of seeing him run in and, and take a flamethrower to the face and go, do I and it made me contemplate for just a second, do I reload this? No, he's dead. I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that's another thing about the game. You know, you have to save often. I mean, these types of games are that way too, yeah. where you have several save slots and you save often because you don't know what you know what decisions you make in a in a scenario you know in the end you may be like well i don't really like that decision you know mm-hmm. i don't like how that outcome came so i'll reload it and tr- and and go the route that i wanted it to go i'm a huge save scummer i do it all the time in games like this i will save i have all my save slots full already and i'll and i'll be like okay and the bad thing I don't like about this game is you can't name them because I'm used to naming my saves is what I'm waiting for. So I'm like, I'm, I'm saving this one because I want to try this other option and you'll run through uh, some of the scenarios. And I, and I do that all, I do that every zone. Like I, I have one, I still have a save that's all the way back to where you enter Colorado Springs uh, when, you were, when you're hunting the AI. If you guys have done the AI quest where you're hunting the first synth. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm going to save here and find out what happens if I do option a or option b or option c and i'm horrible about safe scumming the games (laughs) so i'll I'll reload and load a game a bunch of times like the area that i just finished which was denver area i save scum the mess out of that one because there's so many ways to go about that that area because you you run into the the skin kite people i was telling you about and then you run into these people called the gippers Ew, that's just as it sounds they worship a uh (laughs) they worship reagan we're the gippers you know so it's uh it's definitely a game that that i you know if you're like me i saved so i have so many options but i save scum the mess out of the game <laughs> so and i'm reloading my only con- complaint is that the loads the reloading of the save games just takes too long reloading into zones it seems to be pretty slow you know me. that's one thing i felt that the game was fine with i didn't really feel it was uh because uh, i died a lot i ain't gonna lie play you know play devil's advocate but no i died a lot and i didn't think the loads were that bad now pc xbox i don't know if there's a major difference the way they've set it up but i didn't think it was that bad on the xbox right and part of it could just be my pc you know i mean it's not the newest computer you know it's a 1175 lga's processor so that might tell you anybody who knows anything knows how old that is uh but it does have solid state drive and like uh, I think I got 32 gigs of memory in there. I, the board's saturated with memory, so you know uh-huh. it could just be my CPU is a little bit long in the tooth. But you know it's still a, it's still a quad core i7, so it's you know it's just the load times to me seem to get me a little bit, especially when I transition in and out of town or if I wanted to reload a save because 
I, I wanted to try out something different. Uh, and I'm always just trying other ways around it. Because uh, I'll tell you, I did I did all three uh, when I went to Denver. I did all three uh, tryouts to play it because there's different ways to play it. There's ways to appease the AIs. There's ways to appease the Gippers. There's ways to appease the little skin kite people, you know. And so I tried each way to see which one I liked and where I wanted to go with it. So I'm, I'm a big safe scammer like that. But the load times on the saves get to me a little bit. So I, I will probably the longer I go through the game, the less I will do that. Yeah, yeah, you're also a little more impatient than I think than the rest of us. But I can I can see how that would bother you if you went and you know redone each one of those. That's a lot of load time. Right. Yeah, and and try not to I'm trying not to spoil the game too much. That's why you know because you run into stuff <laughs> like you run into a clown gang and you run into a, uh, you know if anybody's gone to the bazaar you run into I can't. The only thing I can say is there's like an '80s horror flick group of people that own the bazaar, you know. So you run into <laughs> stuff like that. That's cool. Definitely a fun game. I don't even think. I think I may be a third of the way into it. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, if we base it off of how many of the patriarch's children you need to capture, I'm a third of the way into it because I only have one of the three. Um, so, but like I said, I'm a I'm a huge explorer in games like this. So I go to every corner of the map that I can get to. So every time you run into some little area, something new pops up and there's some new weird little side quest or side thing that you have to do. Well, you, you get to travel this uh, Colorado in your Kodiak giant truck that's armored with a machine gun on top of it that you can upgrade the armor and the truck and the chassis and all that stuff. All kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, there's faction in this game where you can you can rank up or rank down your faction with the people depending on the choices you make. There's just all kinds of funny stuff in the game. I, I I can't say enough good things about it, even with the save times. And I've ran into a few bugs. I mean, it, it is fairly new game, and I ran into some bugs where, uh, that were annoying, but they weren't to the point where I stopped playing. So even with all that, I am still still would say if you have a chance to play this game, uh, it's worth playing. Uh, it's, it's worth 60 bucks to me, but this is my genre of game uh, if I had to pay for it, but Lucky for me, I'm a Game Pass subscriber, Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, so I get I get it for free. <laughs> so definitely a game that you should check out. Can't say any more good things about it. It's you know it's Fallout, it's Wasteland, you know the, that genre. I'm excited about playing more. Definitely looking forward to the uh, co-op as well. Um, you know, for me, I I want to learn more about the game. Uh, so that whenever we are playing co-op, uh, I could be a little bit more productive. Um, I, I don't want to just be shooting in the breeze, so I, I want to be able to to really understand the mechanics. And I think as I as I play more and more, I I mean Patrick's gamed with me for years. Uh, I'm always a resetter. Uh, I'll go in and I'll start something, and I'll I'll get about 20, 30, 45 minutes, and I'm like ah, just this doesn't feel right, so I'll go back and try another one and. And then I'll go and I'll try that, and I'm like, ah, I don't really feel right. And then I'll research, and then I'll find something that I kind of like, and then it'll it'll kind of present itself forward. Uh, he's had to deal with many wow rerolls of mine, so like he he knows that that uh, that's how I, that's how I like to game, that's how I like to get into it. And so now that I've found me a couple of characters and I've built a couple of characters that I really can get behind, I, I can see myself kind of progressing through the game pretty quickly. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's a buy in my book. Now, is there one thing in particular you guys would like to have seen change? Because I, I honestly, it's been so long since I played two, I don't really remember a great detail about it. Was there anything that you specifically 
thought they should have changed from two or, you know, uh, you know, at least uh, updated to today's kind of a standard? In my opinion, not really. The only thing I would love to see in games like this is a respec option for your characters. I mean, you get and my I get attached to my characters and I don't want to I don't normally trade them out through the game because you can, you know, you can severely gimp your team, you know. You can basically you can take your team and, and spec them all completely to where it's a trash team. They don't work well together. And really you can't do anything with that when that happens you have to swap out the characters for other rangers. So you can bring in other rangers, but you have to have your two members in the party at all times. So if you really screw up those two, you you are you, you basically just got to live with it. I level them through the the pain is basically what you have to do. So if you if you don't think through, if you're not if you haven't played these games and you don't think them through and you just start giving everybody the same abilities, you are hindering your team and yourself. So if you give everybody medic and you max it out, and you give everybody small arms and max it out, and everybody's, uh, you know, automatic weapons, you will hose yourself in the game. So I think one of the things that I really wish they would have put in there was a respect, but it's also kind of a, you know, these aren't games, these games aren't known for being too easy, so they kind of just leave you, you screw up your character, guess what? You play with them or restart. <laughs> so I wish they put a respect in there for your party members, but, you know, it's it's manageable. Maybe not even a, a, a respec, maybe just like a, a, a point redo on certain things. Like maybe a, because I did that the first couple of times. I, I, I'm i like sitting there building strength when I've got a sniper or something like that. And I'm like going, oh, geez, that's not what you want to do there. You know, you want intelligence. You want something else, you know, along with that. And so it's like, oh, that was a little bit frustrating for sure. I mean, it probably wouldn't have built rebuilt characters a couple of times had we had that functionality but again it makes you pay closer attention to what you're building yeah respect's the only thing graphics look good fully voiced over i've not beaten the game yet so i mean there may be more as i get through there but the game has in my opinion the right amount of difficulty for the normal levels you know there's just enough enough difficulty in there to be difficult but not enough to be uh irritate you or or make you mad and want to quit so I, I think that's a pretty good balance that you need to set up your team before you start opening fire. It's not a on the uh, normal mode. It's not a just run and gun type game. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wish there was a respec because there are some of my characters that I wish I could put points into different areas after figuring out that, you know, I don't think they need points into that. One of the nice things about the skills and stuff that you were talking about is it does tell you on the right-hand side who has that same skill within your team and what level that skill is. So you can go look through your skills. If you highlight one of your skills, you can look to the right and see, okay, one of my other team members has it, and they have it at level 7, so maybe I shouldn't give this particular person that skill. Well, then there you go. I've not been paying attention because I didn't even know that was there. <laughs> I, I, I'm horrible about looking at it. I'm like, okay, this was this my barter? Was this my barter person? And I go back through all of them. I'm like, okay, I know it wasn't him, but did I put barter in that one? No, okay. Then, you know, and I, I'm horrible about that. And I'm like, okay, who's my kiss ass? And who's my hard ass? Who's my stealth guy? And who's my explosives guy, you know, for trap disarming and stuff like that. So I didn't know that was there. So how did, I'm glad how did you how did you guys <laughs> did you guys feel like the uh, character management was over cumbersome or anything like that? Because of the Xbox, it felt that way a bit just due to the controller 
uh, it just seemed like you had to do a little more work to manage everything. What did you feel about it on the PC? Uh, character management was pretty easy for me. Uh, you know, it it it, it the game the game reminds me of it's designed to be for keyboard and mouse. What it looks like to me. I mean, you click through the menus, you click through your inventory, you drag and drop. It just it just seems like it was built for a PC, which these games are, have always been PC based games for me. I will say the inventory was I don't know if it's a bug that needs to be worked out, but there is stuff in the inventory that's kind of a pain to work around. That own so there's items that only show up when you're looking at the entire inventory and not the sub-inventory, so when you go to look at like yes. ammo or, or armor. So when I was looking for utility items for my character, the only way you could see the utility items is if you're on the all-inventory. Yes. And, and that thing is a mess to dig through, especially once you get started. So yeah. it took me a while to figure out how to find some items. I wish they would either fix that or they need to add a, another button for items that don't that are like utility. Maybe utility needs to be under armor since it's an equipable item. But, uh, you know, dealing with the inventory was at some point at sometimes it is overwhelming because it just the breakdown doesn't seem to work very well uh, but to me it was something that i could overcome yeah i played the game on xbox for a little bit and then moved over to pc and it, it's much easier on the pc going through inventory just with the mouse because you can select the things you need but patrick's exactly right there is one piece of item and it's the I think it is the utilities or the the, yeah, the medallions, the stuff, the neck items, you know, the, the the stuff that you put on around your character's neck to give them certain perks and things like that. There's no category for that. So when you're looking through, like, okay, what of those items do I have? Because you get those items, you know, you get them out of loot boxes or or not loot boxes, but container boxes and various thing, various things, uh, or maybe through quests or whatever. And you're playing the game, and there's nothing in in that inventory that says, "Hey, those are those." You have to look at everything. Right, and and yeah, and, and and you know, it's a typical game where you pick up a lot of trash loot. And I love that they have the little item that says that you know, sell all trash or you know, something like that. Um, one of the things that this game and and Fallout are notorious for is sprinkling items into the game that you don't know if they have value uh, or not. So you don't really want to get rid of them because they don't really fit into a category. And I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. It, this may be spoiler or not spoiler, but after fixing toasters, you'll get a golden toaster. It doesn't say that it's garbage. doesn't say that it's lore. It just sits in your inventory, but it's worth $1,000. And I'm like, should I sell this or will I need this? Kind of reminds me of back in the old Fallout game where you got the velvet painting. <laughs> and, you, and I held on to that thing for the entire game thinking that it was going to be something because it wouldn't sell as garbage but you could sell it and i was thinking this game it's got to be worth something to somebody that i'm going to have like a quest that goes into this and i beat the game and the velvet painting was the velvet painting was still in my inventory and i googled it because i was like where do i turn this in and turned out it was just one of those haha game you held on to this for the whole game when it really didn't do anything for you so i kind of feel like that's maybe what the golden toaster or some of those items that don't fit into a category like uh the trash stuff you know so I'm like, uh, should I sell this or should I hold on to it? It's worth a thousand, but if I sell this, somebody's gonna want it down the road or it's gonna fit into a quest. So I'm one of those guys. I don't want to Google it yet. I'll wait till I beat the game, and if I still have it in my inventory, I'll go Google it and find out that I should have sold it when I had it because <laughs> I'm always hurting for money. <laughs> yeah, money did seem a little tight at times. I don't know. Just the overall game is, I just really enjoy. Uh, um, I wish I would have started on PC though again. Just the uh, management of it just seems like it's going to be a lot smoother on there. Well, yep. the, mon the money really is is not that difficult 
it comes actually a little bit quicker than you think. Maybe in the very beginning it was a little tough, but it really does come quicker. You do a couple of requests, especially in the beginning, you'll have a thousand uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. It's it's more managing that ammo, making sure you really pay attention to that. I mean, once you get to a certain point in your party, of course you're going to have about every um, ammo imaginable. But definitely in the beginning, some of that early on ammunition you don't necessarily need. You just need to pay attention to kind of the kind of that portion of it versus the money. Uh, you'll find that money becomes the major thing in, towards the middle of the game because ammunition becomes a little more scarce. And the only way to get ammunition is to buy it. It doesn't drop as often. So you spend a lot of money on ammunition in the game. Especially, depending, I guess it depends on the character base you run with. If you run with a lot of melee heavy characters, then yeah, it's not going to be as big a deal. But I, I'm a big fan of the heavy gunners and the explosives guys. So I have a guy with a flamethrower and I have a guy with a, with a rocket launcher. And so, you know, flame ammo is expensive and so is rockets. Rockets are about $100 to 150 a pop. You know, and if I go into a mat, if I go into one combat scenario and expend two rockets, there's two hundred dollars I just threw out there. And then I got a mechanics chick, and the mechanics are really good about deployable robots, and deployable robots are expensive. So, you know, I'm I'm always hurting for money. <laughs> that sounds like my real life. <laughs> right. I'm always hurting for money and not enough to get my cool toys that I want. Oh yeah. Yeah, my wife points that out too. <laughs> Right. Yep. So Russ, if there was, like real life. yeah. Russ, if there was one thing in this game that that you think they've done just superiorly well in these types of games, or is there anything that you think uh, you would like to see done in the next you know iteration of it? Really, it's what they've done right. You know, I don't have as much experience as probably Nick and Patrick do with these games. But the experiences that I do have, what I really think this game does better than any is is that you can uniquely set each character up for the way you want to play them. If you want to have a gunner that's a that's a scientist, you can have that. If you want um, a melee guy that's a, a combat medic, you can have that. Uh, it's, that's one of my favorite things about games is whenever you can kind of make these things customizable to however you want to play them and, and this game i think does that pretty darn well and and i have just a little experience to games previous to this so uh of this this genre so you know i may end up going back and looking at some more games if they have this type of broad kind of custom uh, custom customizing to them so that that's what i love out of it oh, yeah the games are the world the worlds that these games create are great you know i love the post-apocalyptic style series games obviously fallout wasteland i mean i remember playing like an original back in the day the brotherhood of steel turn-based combat game like this where it was just all scenarios where you're the brotherhood of steel going out and helping people as a squad and it's all turn-based combat so you know, i remember playing that and then i remember hearing about the wasteland series and i played wasteland one and then wasteland two and then Wasteland 2 Director's Cut came out, and I got that, even though I'd originally played the Wasteland 2 series. Played it again. Still was enjoyable. To me, these games have so much replayability because the story will change depending on your playstyle. Like, my current playstyle is I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a ranger of the people, if you will call it the current playstyle. I try to appease all the refugees and everything like that and and make cohesion in the world and the next place that i'll play is kind of like the jerk rangers where they don't care about anybody they'll help the slave they'll help the slavers they'll help whoever's willing to pay the biggest the biggest uh, 
price, you know. So right now I play as safe as that kind of character. In my second playthrough, I usually play as kind of the more the more jerkish style character. So they, you know, and it changes the story. The first town will be a part when you play the game. The first town will be a perfect example. You save the person, recruit them, or you let them die out on the stocks, you know, stuff like that. So definitely, I think the jerk gets you a little bit more money, and it's a little bit easier after a while. But you fight a lot more. So <laughs> so definitely a good game. One of my one of you know my favorite genre of game. So it's a buy for me for sure well it definitely to me is a another excellent reason for game pass type of thing because those that aren't big into these games or haven't tried them for a while this is one that i think you should jump into and give a check because it's it's uh not one that i go for all the time but i do like these types of games and they're just hard to come by that they're done decently and this is done very well Yep, I agree. It's done very well. I think it's definitely worth a buy if you don't have Game Pass. If you like these types of games, you like this type of genre, it's up there with the greats as far as that type of genre. So definitely worth it. Now, yep. Nick, is this one that you would pay 60 for as well? I would. Um, if you know, if I didn't have Game Pass, yeah, I would definitely pay full price for it. I think you'll get your money's worth out of it. You know, I am enjoying the game a lot, so... I think it's really fun. It's a really great game, and it's got a lot of content. So it's definitely worth the purchase, especially if you like these types of games. If you like these types of games, it's definitely going to be right up your alley. Well, does anybody else have anything they want to say about this game? Definitely buy. Yeah, go buy it. I mean, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's it for the game review of Wasteland 3. Uh, We've heard from everybody on our group. Hopefully, you guys get a chance to play it. And, you know, if you do... Head on over to our social media sites and let us know what you thought uh, about the game. We'd be, we'd be uh, interested in hearing what you have to say. Catch you guys on the next episode.